Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, and welcome to The Bay, local news to keep you rooted. In the next few months, we're going to be hearing a lot about the effort to recall three members of San Francisco's Board of Education, Allison Collins, Gabriela Lopez, and Fauga Malinga. The recall campaign got enough signatures to qualify for the ballot, and there will be a special election in February. Between this recall, distance learning, the debate on reopening schools, and various controversies over the course of the pandemic, the politics at San Francisco's public schools have been super intense. So we wanted to share this episode we made back in April about the people most affected by any one of these issues affecting the district, the students. This episode looks at some of how we got here and how this whole time, the adults have taken up most of the space, while student voices have been pushed to the side. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. In April, KQED reporter Holly J. McDeed interviewed SFUSD students about some of the controversies happening in their district. She spoke about her reporting with Devin Karayama. How would you just describe the politics at SFUSD over the last year especially? Like, what has that been like? So I would describe the politics at SFUSD as extremely heated. One of the moves that has 
particularly made a lot of people angry is the effort to rename different schools in the district. Now, back in January, the vote to rename the schools touched off a firestorm of controversy, with critics saying the board, during the pandemic, should have been focused on school reopenings and not school renaming. Then there was the effort to end the merit-based admissions policy at Lowell High School. The issue has been an emotional lightning rod within the district, Lowell's alumni community, residents of the San Francisco Bay Area, and beyond because of the controversy and Lowell's status as a top ranked public high school, it has made national news. And then there were the tweets made by Allison Collins, a school board commissioner. Parents, students, and alumni from San Francisco public high schools held a rally today to denounce incendiary tweets by a school board member. Board Vice President Allison Collins's tweets from more than four years ago. They were shared widely by a group that had already been looking to recall her as well as to other school board members. So essentially, Allison Collins' tweets said that Asian Americans use the model minority myth to get ahead and benefit from it, and that they use white supremacy to their advantage. And at one point in the thread, she uses a, a racial slur. And within hours, there was a wide chorus of people calling for her to step down. She's showing no signs that she will. Um, instead, what she has done is file a lawsuit of nearly $90 million against members of the school board as well as the school district. I am a black woman. I'm a mother. I'm an educator. All of these legacies mean that I have no choice but to fight. Uh, that, that's so much that's happened just in the last year with San Francisco Unified School District. I feel like if you live in the Bay Area, you've probably heard these stories um, throughout the last year. Overall, like who who have been the main people that we've been hearing from in these conversations and controversies? Well, the main people we've been hearing from has definitely been the adults. A lot of parents in particular, um, when it comes to Lowell, a lot of alumni as well. But it's very rare at the board meetings that you'll hear young people and students speak. The board meetings have been very tense. Probably the best word. <laughs> the I, most I, diplomatic way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, you know, they're over Zoom. After Allison Collins' tweets resurfaced, there were about a thousand people at the meeting, and there were about three students who spoke. There was one board meeting in particular, even before this, where one of the student delegates was interrupted while she was talking about racism and sexual assault and depression, and hmm. the adults just tried to stop her and tell her this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Why is this politics? That has nothing to do with this discussion. That's Yes, it does. It has nothing it to do with it. It has nothing it to do with it. Wait, are we you got to shut this down. Are we proposing it? Are we only hearing students to our... Excuse me. I do not unless you're called upon at this meeting. I'm going to go through and disable all all of the speaking right now. I can't imagine being a student 
and speaking during one of those meetings because you would just be overwhelmed and overshadowed. So so while all these board meetings are happening and, and all this news is coming out, how have students been responding to these controversies or where have they been talking about them? I, I think the students have been definitely talking among themselves and with each other about this. Students are, are sharing their opinions on definitely on, on Instagram. I mean, often they are private accounts where adults cannot get into them and thus cannot use them to advance their own political causes. But yeah, I, I see it all the time. Thank you, commissioners. And before we open it up to public comment, I definitely want to offer student delegates Heinz Foster and Correa Almanza to share a few words. So at one board meeting in particular after Allison Collins' tweets resurfaced, um, a student delegate with the school district, uh, Siobhan Heinz Foster, she said that she was actually not going to give a statement, and instead what she wanted to do was present a project that she had worked on um, with her two friends, Vishal Krishnaya, he's another student at Lowell High School, where Siobhan goes to school, and Madeline Cho, um, she is a student at George Washington High School, another school in San Francisco. Um, So the title is A Balanced Analysis of Commissioner Collins' Tweets. What happened? SF Board of Education Vice President made numerous tweets not long after the 2016 presidential election, which was before she was elected, where she expressed frustration about... One slide in the in the presentation just mentions that they feel like the media coverage of these tweets has been very one-sided and has left out details they feel important, like that the person who uncovered um, the tweets initially is a Lowell alumni who they feel has made offensive social media posts of her own. Many people who are leading the discussion against Collins are also pushing for the Board of Education recall, resistance to school renaming, and opposition to low emissions changing to lottery. Given the existing anti-BOE sentiment and the rise in anti-Asian hate, the reactions of these tweets have been more explosive Siobhan gave a presentation on behalf of herself, Vishal Krishnaya, and Madeline Cho. And she took the time to show what her two friends think about Commissioner Collins' tweets. Siobhan is staying neutral, but Vishal and Madeline have different opinions on whether Collins should resign. And later on, Holly called up Vishal and Madeline to get their takes on the situation. And the idea is, here's these three different students, and they all have different interpretations and ways of seeing the tweets. I think we're all tired of everything going on, of being in this spotlight. One of the students, Vishal Krishnaya, he thinks that Allison Collins should step down. But I understand the message he's trying to get to, just, you know, anti-blackness in the Asian community. Um, I mean, it's a very real thing. I understand the message, but like the way she said it is atrocious. Other people can overlook the way she's expressed that and just say, okay, she, you know, it was the election, her kid just experienced something that was very unpleasant. Um, But I think most of us are uh, unable to overlook, uh, you know, how or why Collins phrased it that way. And the um, other student, Madeline Cho, she she thinks that the tweets are actually calling out racism and that she should stay on the board um, and that this is an important discussion that should be had. I think a lot of people were very hurt by that, especially given um, 
what's happening right now with anti-Asian American hate. But I think a lot of people are either uninformed or not ready to have those discussions about internalized white supremacy, and they don't really know what that means. And then the last slide ends with just that when talking about these issues about race, people should do it in a way that is not in itself um, offensive and hateful and um, that they should be respectful discussing these issues. Really just encouraging people not to be nasty. Um, a, a lot of students have stayed away from this because a lot of you are nasty, um, very nasty in how you engage in this conversation and bring in this topic. So a lot of us feel like it isn't our place to get engaged because we don't wanna be swept over or taken in or attacked as a casualty. Well, let's talk a little bit more about that. Like, what did the students say about how this whole debate and the politicizing of so many issues in SFUSD is affecting their lives since they're the ones actually going to school and the, whole, the school board is there to serve them? Yeah, I, I think a lot of students I've spoken to have thought that the debate happening has been embarrassing in part, like that they're, they're just ashamed of how adults have handled things. I think that actually, in reality, when listening to public comment at these board meetings and to online discourse, it really is the adults who are the least in control of um, their emotions and the least in control of, of their anger. But on another level, they also feel like really important things are being left out of the discussion and that adults are not actually focused on making education better and more fair. One student I talked to named Amy Chang, uh, she told me that she feels like students are just being used as fodder by adults to push different partisan issues. I don't think that's really fair. These are the lives of actual students. These are actual students that are going to school and people that are coming into Lowell or other schools that are, in my opinion, not getting the education that they deserve. And I think that's how a lot of students feel like the debate around the future of Lowell High School has sort of missed the point. Why are we not talking about the whole school district? Why are we so hyper-focused on Lowell that we're not thinking about students in all these other schools? I mean, I think it is an excellent education to a certain extent, but it's not an education like above what normal education should be. It's just a good education. And I think that's what's unfair, that so many students at SFUSD aren't getting that good education. Last question I have for you, like, what have you learned about what students can contribute to decisions that directly affect their lives and how they're willing to step up and contribute? I have learned a lot about how they are finding creative ways for adults to hear them. And even then, often adults still do not listen. I mean, I think overall in reporting on students at Lowell in particular, um, they have found ways to use Instagram to share their stories, to collect different experiences of how different students are feeling. Um, and they've written emails to administrators saying address this issue and I feel like often administrators others are still not listening 
Um, and I think they probably feel that too, but I, I think are still trying to be heard. Holly, thank you so much for talking with us. Thank you. That was Devin Kariyama speaking with reporter Holly J. McDeed in April. Since this episode aired, Commissioner Allison Collins' lawsuit against the district and her fellow board members was dismissed by a judge. Siobhan Hines Foster and Madeline Cho have also since graduated from high school. San Francisco, the vote to keep or recall Board of Education members Allison Collins, Gabriela Lopez, and Fauga Malinga will start in mid-January. The last day to vote will be February 15th. If any are recalled, Mayor London Breed will choose their replacements. This episode of The Bay was produced by Devin Karayama, Alan Montesilio, and me, Erica Cruz Guevara. We got additional assistance from Mary Franklin Harvin. That is it for The Bay. On Friday, we've got a special announcement for you. Till then, peace. I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.